We are back with the news this week on The Rundown. I am Kayla Jones, host of The Money Barrel, and here with Casey Allen, managing editor of BarrelRacing.com. This week's episode is brought to our listeners by Ride TV, and remember to use that code RUNDOWN15 to save you 15% off. Casey, what is going on in the world of Ride TV this week? So right now at Ride TV, we're spotlighting our Beginner's Circle playlist, um, which is one of my favorite playlists on the website. I go back and watch it just for fun. Um, it's really focused on the strong fundamentals of barrel racing, your back-to-basics, um, but it's high-level enough that I feel like the pros can really get a lot out of down to the amateurs that really may not know what they're doing. There's even some where Ben Padone is coaching a beginner, um, so it's just really cool to see all the beginners' videos. And we are also spotlighting our Troy Flaherty Bit Clinic playlist. I don't know if you guys remember when they recorded that live at NFR and had an audience and everything. Um, he talks through his whole bit line, and so our bit geeks will appreciate that playlist. Um, but yeah, Rundown15 is your code there, and we will have more videos going out with Ryan Fidone and Jordan Justin Briggs from their clinic coming up. Here's our motivational quote of the day. Success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is the natural consequence of consistently applying the basic fundamentals. So, there you go. Go watch the fundamentals in Beginner Circle Playlist on Ride TV. Anyways, that's my motivation for the week. Um, diving in to the news, last week we recorded a little bit early, and there's a couple events that we missed, and we wanted to bring those back up and talk about. One of those was the Sherry Servey Youth Championships that happened in Tucson, Arizona. It was a 6,000 added, two-go-round youth race for 12 and unders, or then 13 to 18-year-olds. And the junior average champ was Rory Fenner on Matt's Fancy Playgirl, and Rory was also reserve on Mr. Star Bogey. She went around on each horse, which I think is really cool. Um, I mean, pretty awesome to be a youth with two horses capable like that. And then the senior division went to Seely Pinkston, and he's so epic. No surprise there. They won both rounds and the average. It looked like a great event, as always. They awarded 10 Stingray saddles. And Sherry always brings Stingray to town for the grand entry on the, the opening day. And, I mean, I know that if I was a little kid, I wouldn't even care about barrel racing if I could just get to meet Stingray. I mean, I probably still think that. But then on the other side of the country was the Put Up or Shut Up fraternity held by the Aloha Acres race held in Tryon, North Carolina. And to be honest, I didn't realize this was a fraternity. I saw somebody comment on it on Facebook and I thought I thought they were being mean. Like they told somebody like, it's not too late, put up or shut up this weekend. And I was like, God, that is aggressive. That's um, aggressive. <laughs> and then I realized it was just a really great high stakes fraternity and barrel race. Jordan Harrell and SR Mr. Mumba by RR Mr. Kelly out of the Dash to Fame Mare Flying to Fame won the fraternity championships and brought home $12,494 with one run. This was a $750 entry fee fraternity. They capped it at 75 entries, 95% payback. And so they won a ton. Also, we've been talking about the R. Mr. Kelly's, you know, ever since the fraternity year started. And I think I saw something that said they've won like 110,000 since November 15th. Um, 
I don't know if there's a record for freshman sire crops, but he might be out to set it. And then the 2D went to Brian Wheeler and Feeling My Socks, and they brought home $6,749 with one run. They also had a high stakes open. This was a $300 entry fee, 95% payback race, and it paid 1D, 2D, 3D, obviously. Um, Ryan Padone on Good Time and Streak of Fire was the high stakes winner. They won $8,637 and then $1,800 for the open win, making $10,000 off of one run. Their 14.604 was the fastest time of the weekend. And this is a French streak to Vegas out of Fire Away Fancy by Good Time and Hank. Brian Wheeler had a really good weekend and was the 2D champ in this as well. He won $5,343 to win the 2D. And he was on a Heavenly Firewater out of Designer Ruby Horse. And that is the same dam as Hell on the Red, owned by Kylie Weast. So clearly Designer Ruby is out and producing as well. And then the 3D was won by Leslie Willis and Canyon Full of Cash. They banked $4,034 for their 3D win. So congratulations to all of them. I always love seeing really high percentage payouts. And one run is kind of a, a cool thing. So that was the Aloha Acres race. Casey, I know you have been in Fort Worth land the last week and a half. Tell us about it. I have been. It's been a lot of fun. You know, I always feel like when you go through the fraternity results, I'm like, I don't even know how you keep somebody straight. There's so many numbers and names and it's such a mouthful. And then I get to the rodeos and I'm like, all right, guys, it's a party. Um, definitely not as hard to recount. But yeah, so I'd be bopped back and forth to Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. We talked about it a little bit last week, um, but we still had two brackets to go in the progressive rounds. Then a wild card round Wednesday night, two rounds of semifinals Thursday and Friday, um, or two pools of semifinals rather Thursday and Friday, and then the finals on Saturday. So picking up where we left off last week, in bracket six, it was Rainy Skelton and Coat Smooth Honor. That's her big sorrel, Honor. He's by a smooth guy and out of fire and honor by Alive and Firing. She won bracket six, and Summer Coastal and Apollo won bracket seven. And then the wild card round, was honestly probably my favorite round of the week it was so much fun um Steph Fryer and Melania um got the win in that round and then Lisa tricky little Lisa Lockhart went and pulled out Rosa instead of Levy and then she ended up staying on Rosa for the rest of Fort Worth remember that we're gonna bring that back up in a minute um but they made it through to the semifinals from that round and the semifinals rounds were so salty. The first round, Sharon Hall and the incredible Hello Stella ran a sixteen twenty nine. They won the round in four thousand um, dollars. That put that mare right on, according to Tanya Randall, who I I trust as a source wholeheartedly. Uh, right underneath in Tanya, we trust. In Tanya, we trust always. Uh, that put that mare right at $897,000. So if she would have placed in the final, she would have crossed 900000 um, Just insane, the career that mare has had up to this point with Sharon. Um, but then Sissy Wynn and Scoop, Haley Kinzel, and Alyssa Riley on money also made it to the finals out of that set. The second semifinals went to Sarah Winkleman with the fastest time of the rodeo that ended up holding was a 1626 
Rainey Skelton, Andrea Busby, and Lisa Lockhart all qualified through to the finals also from that set. Andrea was on keto. Lisa was still on Rosa. And that set was so salty. It took like a 16-5 to get through that round. Um, super fun. Then the finals, you know, it did get a little bit rough in the finals at no fault to the girls. Um, there were some slips. There were some struggles. There were some hit barrels. You know, it kind of just was all over the place. But Sarah Winkleman and Fairway to Fame, that's Rory, were first out um, in the semifinals and the finals, actually both, and ran a 1640, which ended up taking the win and that $20,000 home. Now, I know people have had a lot of questions about Rory. Um, this isn't a team that I feel like we've had a chance to talk about a lot on BarrelRacing.com or the Money Barrel. Really, they've kind of flown under the radar on us. Um, but that is the horse that got her to 16th in the world. I think she was 16th or 17th in the world last year. Yep. Just missed making the finals. But he has registered Fairway to Fame. He's coming nine this year, and he has by streaking to fame out of a mare that was really, really special to Sarah um, Fair Lady Perks, who was by Perks Alive. Um, Rory was the first and only foal that Sarah got out of that mare. Um, she actually talked about she barely had the money to breed the mare at the time, ended up getting a breeding, and got Rory, then decided to breed her back, and she lost her in foal the following year. Um, and it was devastating to Sarah at the time. So Rory was really special to her from the start. Um, and then she started pro-rodeoing him after filling her permit at fraturities with him. Made the Great Lakes Circus Finals her rookie year, which was 2021. And then we saw her finish just out of making the NFR um, in 2023. So she's really risen through the rodeo ranks pretty quickly. Uh, ranks, I feel like, pretty quickly. Um, but then, yeah, 2016, she kind of ran out of rodeos, had to go home, missed Sioux Falls. Kind of was not the end of the season we wanted to see for her. Um, and I didn't realize last year she actually put her career on hold as a speech pathologist. Um, so really solid career there, but she wanted to follow her dreams of pro-rodeoing with Rory. Um, and, you know, Sarah was just, it was really interesting to watch her in Fort Worth because she's very real. She had both of her kids down there with her. She didn't have anybody to help her. Um, so behind the scenes at one point, she was trying to put her nebulizer on Rory and her daughter was kind of having an emotional moment. And Sarah was like hugging on her and supporting her. And Rory was just kind of standing there waiting his turn. And, um, so, you know, I said, we, we support keeping it real around here as you do with cash. Um, so just interesting to see her momming and balancing everything. Um, but we will have a full story out with her and Rory by the time this episode drops on Monday. So if you guys need to dive in more to Rory's story, um, that's where it will be. And we think this will boost her into top five in the world standings. I mean, having that $20,000 win at the end brought her earnings to $27,000 total. So huge jump early in the season she talked about how special that was to kind of take pressure off for the year um but nice thing about fort worth is it's not as top heavy loaded so other girls were still making great money coming out of there sissy ended up second in the finals with scoop to take home a twelve thousand dollar check and bring her total earnings for fort worth up to eighteen thousand dollars and then Haley and sister were rock solid they were third in the finals ended up with a fourteen thousand dollar week total so that was Fort Worth. Going on at the same time was Rapid City. Um, so a lot of people were going back and forth, and it was kind of fun to watch those stories play out. But at the end of the day, Taylor Moykins took the Rapid City win for $4,924 in 13.26 seconds. Um, she is just loving those trappy arenas lately. 
Um, fun fact, Lisa Lockhart, as I said, she had switched to Rosa at Fort Worth because on Thursday morning before, sorry, on Wednesday morning before the wild card round, she ran Levy up at Rapid City, ended up tying for fourth at Rapid City, and then hopped on a plane to make it to Fort Worth to run Rosa that night. And Emily Beasel brought Levy down for her. So they like posted a cute picture of Levy and Rosa getting their little reunion on Facebook. Um, but yeah, really fun week of rodeos for the start of February. Lisa's kicking off the year flying to multiple perfs in a day. She's She is on a mission. Um, we're not doing it at the end of September yeah. like we did in 2022. Yep. That's <laughs> not fun. We're going to kick it off right now. All right. The rodeos are kicking off, and I just love watching all the girls have a great start to the year. Another race we wanted to highlight was out in Perry, the Good Times Barrel Racing, hosted by our great friends at Aquinity. They had their frostbite race, and I... I just love seeing all the different formats and seeing races pay out so well. Um, Chloe Gray had a great weekend winning the Friday High Rollers on her Heavenly Red Horse. This is the same JL Dash to Heaven Mare. She swept the 2023 Southeastern Circuit Finals aboard, and that paid $2,066 to win it. This was a $150 entry fee, 3D high stakes, 90% payback. They had 105 entries. Jamie Stackpole won the 2D on Let a Traffic Do It, and Margaret Kennedy on Coley's Ruby Honey won $786 for the 3D. Overall, Chloe had a really good weekend. She ended up with a $12,000 payday between Heavenly Reds winnings, and then she also had a young horse named Mo Money, and this, I think, officially goes to the top of the list for registered names for me because it is M-O-M-O-N-E-I-G-H. Like, mo money. Way to play with words. This was at the Money Depot out of a famous JR daughter, and I think it's a fraternity horse. So, hopefully we'll be seeing them more and more. They picked up $3,500 worth of checks. And then she also had another horse place and went about $1,800 on Who Dat Cowboy. So, it was a good day for Chloe. They also had the same type of format on Saturday. And Karen McDonald and GL Flitz French Finale peeled the paint off the barrels, and won 1,671. Um, I think at the time that I saw the results, they were also leading the day, so I'm sure they'll win even more. Joseph Sister on KF Blazing Fire won $1,002 for the 2D, and then Lisa Nastry and Marty's Just Gold split with Emma Trahan and Lotta Gay Bars for the 3D. So we just wanted to shout out to our events from coast to coast, and Good Times always has some good ones. It's such a great time of year for Southeastern Railways. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here like, I don't remember the last barrel race I went to. It certainly hasn't been in 2024, and I'm like, oh, I would kill to have something like that in our neck of the woods, but we just get snow. <laughs> just snow and cold. And cold, exactly. <laughs> Well, um, coming up, something to look forward to, I guess, that could at least warm you on the inside. Um, there are some great stallion auctions going on. Um, the Top Shelf Breeders and Southwest Desert Classics still have their stallion auctions open, so definitely go take a look at those. Remember that with these stud auctions, you are buying the stud fee only, so the shoot fees, shipping fees, farm fees, vet fees, all that good stuff are still in addition, so we do always recommend two bidders. I know it's something you preach all the time. Um, to reach out to the stud owner, 
um, for the stud you're interested in and review that contract prior to bidding. Um, just, you know, hashtag the more you know. Exactly. And yes, go support these auctions. Um, their events are great and the stud owners supporting these as well um, deserve that. Speaking of more things upcoming, we should hopefully have the finalized Colorado Classic info out within the next week or so. Um, my stall reservations are live, so you can go to coloradoclassicstallions.com and reserve your stalls for the Run at the Rose and the Colorado Classic. Um, get those taken care of. The next couple weeks are going to be packed full of some great events. Kinder is coming up this week for our fraternity friends. They got great entries with 240 in the fraternity, 142 in the derby, and almost 550 each day in the open. The fraternity and derby runs Thursday, Friday, so you can watch that on 321 Action Video. The American Contender Finals are Saturday night. Contestants do get some practice Friday night, and then those top 15 from the three reg regional semifinals get to run for their chance to be in the top five and make it to the American. And then San Antonio kicks off, which I don't know why I felt San Antonio was a late February thing, but it's not. I think it kicks off on Wednesday or Thursday, and this is a 50-contestant rodeo. It's three go-rounds, back-to-back-to-back, so there'll be 10 contestants in each bracket. And then it's all based on money won. Um, so the top four money winners in each bracket will advance to the semifinals. And then, you know, there's two rounds of semifinals, and then we'll talk about the wild card in the finals as we get closer. But each bracket pays $2,500 to win it, $2,000 for second, $1,500 for third, and $1,000 for fourth. And I just really love the formats that you're competing against the same people in that bracket because then everybody's on the same ground. You're not competing against somebody running two weeks later. You know, I just, I, I love seeing those type of payouts. So um, those will be good, good things to pay attention to. And we will be recapping them next week. And we are just rolling on. I can't believe it's February already. Like the first month of 2024 should not be gone already. Yeah. It's time flies when uh, you're having fun, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but upcoming at BarrowRacing.com this week, um, we are going to have a full roster of the American Contender Qualifiers. Thankfully, Equinity is bringing us some great coverage for the American and supporting that for you guys. So I will actually be in Abilene next weekend, creeping around with my camera. Um, and we're, we're going to have a full article um, on that this week, kind of spotlight, you know, those athletes that have a pretty big accomplishment making it that far um and then we're also going to have an article coming out on the exciting changes going on for the patriot in fort worth which is march 2nd to 10th i believe are the dates for barrel racing um there's just a lot of money down there in the fraternity and open there's some potentially exciting things coming up with the race that i hope i can talk about next week um i personally am entered up i'm gonna try to be a barrel racer again this year um but we've got tc long helping with production over there and he's just been doing a great job working so hard to make changes that event i know he's been on the phone with barrel racers um now that that brand is under the equine network umbrella so you know same i will not say my parent company again and make that mistake but equine network is where barrelracing.com is team roping journal the ustrc the world series of team roping the pink and ruby buckle um it's just a it's a great company to be a part of um, I, I'm biased because, you know, I love working there, but they really know what they're doing in terms of event production. So seeing that crew take the Patriot over, I am 
pumped for that event and can't wait to share that article for the upcoming changes. But it's going to be a fun, fun couple weeks coming up. Yeah, you've been telling me that, you know, the team is working on the ground, stalling and parking. They've been, you know, TC's been talking to barrel racers and applying that feedback um, to make this event better than it's ever been before. So if you you barrel racers haven't paid attention to that yet, it's not too late. Uh, Go take a look and we'll bring more info um, in the next couple weeks. And off we go. Off we go. Another one down. Thank you to all that continue to come back and listen to Casey and I um, download everything that's in our brain. So we appreciate it and um, share with your friends. Have a great week.